What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 131. And, and, uh, oh, God. Uh, last week we kicked off 2021 by talking about quite possibly the greatest video game ever made, the incomparable Tetris. And so this week, I figured we'd maintain the balance here and we'd shift from quite possibly the best game ever to quite possibly the worst game ever. And after months of occasional messages from you, the hot dogs, requesting an episode about this train wreck of a game, we're finally talking Shaq Fu. Uh, fuck me. One of my best good friends, the the Bubba to my Forrest Gump, if you will, Mr. Brad Warren, uh, returns to the show this week, and we had a nice little chat about Shaquille O'Neal's adventures in alternate dimensions fighting aliens to save a little boy from Tokyo. And uh, I know it's as stupid as it fucking sounds, but uh, we're doing that. Speaking of sounding stupid, uh, it is time for the Remember the Game infamous intro, everybody. Uh, That's a good segue. And uh, this might be the first episode in the history of remember the game where the intro is better than the game conversation and that's certainly not throwing shade at brad or throwing shade at myself for that matter uh but we tried to make chicken salad out of chicken shit with shack Fu, and we ended up hating ourselves for it and making ourselves sick it just god i hate this game and please remember for the record if you're only here for shack Fu, well i mean first of all get yourself some fucking help there are people out there you can talk to just call somebody uh and second of all there are timestamps in the description box below so feel free to browse those if you just want shack Fu talk or whatever feel free to leave us a bad review if you think we deserve it but it better not be about how the intro is too long because those reviews are stupid fuck it fucking stupid there that's that's my there fucking let's put a pin in that shit uh thank you to everyone that reached out with some kind words about last weekend's episode of Expansion Pass. If you don't know, that is my Patreon-exclusive podcast that goes live every single Sunday. And uh, this past weekend was episode 41, and it was The Blankies. It was my first annual game award show, where we named the top PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and overall game of the year, as voted by you, our listeners. And then I revealed my top three picks for each of those awards uh, as well. And I and I really tried to do something different with that episode. I kind of tried to flex my comedian muscles a little bit. They've gone soft over COVID because I haven't been able to do any stand-up. And uh, based on the, the, the feedback that I've received, I think that if I didn't hit the mark, at least I got a little close with the comedy thing. So I don't normally do this, but I'm going to give you all a quick preview of that episode here just to give you an idea of what it's all about. So enjoy your sneak peek at the Blankies. What a phenomenal swan song for the fucking iconic PlayStation 4. Great stuff. So congratulations for winning both the Hot Dogs choice and my personal choice for PlayStation Game of the Year 2020. Enjoy your blankie. And now, a look behind the scenes at the blankies. Holy fuck, man, it's hot out there. Those lights, they're just fucking tough crowd. Jesus, I gotta take a piss. I'll be right back. Give me a minute. Fuck, I hate video games so much. God, I hate this job. Nothing has gone right for me since Uline fired me. Nothing. 
I missed that job so much. Man. When this is done, I'm going home. I'm going to get mom to make me some pizza rolls. I'm going to watch some Big Bang Theory. It's going to be awesome. Can't fucking wait. How many more of these awards is there? Ah. Ah, just a fucking quick bump for the road. Ooh, okay, let's go. Play the music. Play the music. Hey, let's go. Start the music. Let's fucking give away a blankie. Let's go. So that was a sneak peek at the Blankies last week's episode of Expansion Pass. If you would like access to that entire episode, along with over 50 bonus podcasts, including new ones every week, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash remember the game. It is only $2 a month. It's 50 cents a week, 40 cents a week. It's fucking change. You get a new episode of Expansion Pass every Sunday, plus all the old ones. There's game reviews, game discussions, ranking lists, some comedy episodes like the Blankies. The infamous uh, Gaming Confessions episode is in there. Admittedly and honestly, I work a lot harder on the Expansion Pass podcasts than I do on Remember the Game. Uh, And it's the one that the fewest people hear of all my shows, so clearly I'm not very good at this. But just consider it if you enjoyed that. Um, This week for Expansion Pass, I'll be dedicating the episode to Ghost of Tsushima for the PlayStation 4. And I know it's late. I know that game came out a few months ago. Uh, longer than that, like half a year ago. Uh, But I finally just finished it and I liked it enough to give it its own podcast. So it's going to be part spoiler-free review. The first probably two-thirds of the episode will be a spoiler-free review, 100% safe to listen to. And then the back portion will be a spoiler cast where I talk about the story, some of the characters, what happens, things like that. So you can listen to it completely risk-free if you want. I give a mountain of warning in the podcast before I shift to spoilers so there's no chance of you getting anything ruined for you. Um, And if you sign up for our Patreon, not only do you get access to our expansion pass podcast library you get early access to my gaming news podcast game patch which is all the biggest modern gaming news mixed in with my opinions and swearing uh stuff like that you get it friday morning instead of waiting until stupid monday it's absolutely the way to go um and then in addition to all the extra and early podcasts you can help pick the games we cover on the show you can submit comments to be read on all three podcasts that i do you get access to our new discord which is really growing and becoming a lot of fun uh and other stuff most importantly god damn it you can support me and you can support remember the game industries and over 160 of you are doing that just now including our newest patreons uh patrons is it patrons or patreons anyway our newest executives here at remember the game industries nevrop jesse clark luis oliva pie messiah and sean clifford thank you very much welcome to remember the game industry so sign up two bucks get a ton of extra podcasts all that other stuff give me a chance to screw up your name it may not seem like much but the two dollars helps me more than you could possibly imagine uh and yeah i have a p.o box too fuck i always i I, i've been getting better remember to mention it you can find the full address on our website but it's p.o box 69181 edmonton alberta canada t6v1g7 and all i'm looking for is just postcards or little letters stuff like that tell me where you are in the world where you're listening i'll send you remember the game one back we'll be friends i just mailed a bunch out on monday postcards magnets stickers stuff like that uh i also received some stuff shout out to joe gillespie and dave mcgee for sending me some gifts to the p.o box that i have not yet opened because i will be opening them on the twitch stream later tonight uh when they're around so they can see me open them so i don't know what they are yet but thank you for the gifts anyway unless they're bombs or poop or something and uh shout out to my boy todd in the faraway land of australia for the rad australian postcard as well it's the fucking coolest i 
I think postcards from faraway lands are like the coolest thing. So thank you all so much. And then finally, as I always plug, I stream on Twitch Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Just look for Member the Game over on Twitch. Not Remember, Member the Game over on Twitch. It's a lot of fun. Mostly just consists of 20 to 25 regular listeners of the show uh, making fun of me. But it's a really welcoming community. Everyone has a good time. There's no hate there other than, again, hating on me, which is fine. And uh, yeah, so swing by. Look for Member the Game over on Twitch. That's it. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow in some cartridges, which is our traditional opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our Patreons, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge. And dude, listen, since we launched these new segments, which we've only been doing for three or four months now, I think, with Blowing in the Cartridge and Play One, Remake One, Erase One and stuff. Okay, sorry, side note. I just listened to, I listened to episode one the other day, and I don't listen to too many of my podcasts, but sometimes I go back and listen to one of the early episodes just because I, I, they make me feel better about the half-assed job I do of this now because I was like quarter-assing it back in the early days. And my God, I listened to episode one, and it sounds like I'm a robot. Just, okay, well, welcome to Remember the Game. This is uh, my podcast, and it fucking just... Ugh, so awful. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to shit on my own work for a minute there. Blowing in the cartridge is our letter uh, segment. And and traditionally, play one, remake one, erase one is our most popular segment. That's the one that gets the most comments from the listeners, stuff like that. Blowing in the cartridge was right on its ass this week. I think this is the first week where we may have gotten more submissions to blowing in the cartridge than we did play one, remake one, erase one. So I got to as many as I could. My apologies if I didn't read yours. I always try to read as many as I can. So please keep blowing and I'll let you blow me soon. It, mm. That's not, well, it's not kind of, I mean, maybe, do I blow, do you, do you, blow, anyway, uh, let's blow in some cartridges. White, White Burrow is our first uh, blower this week. And White said, I heard you talking about hating Fanto and Mario 2. I feel like no one knows there is an easy trick to have him be a non-issue. If you pick up the key and then drop it, he stays away as long as you leave it on the ground. So pick it up, drop it for 15 to 20 seconds, walk to the door needed with no issues. I can't find this anywhere on the internet. I can't be the only one that knows this. Uh, that's, Burl, thank you for writing in. That's a good tip. Uh, and for the record, I did know that. Um, like some people must know that. I don't know. I don't know how you could beat him without being able to do that. My big thing is like, I get bored of just drop the key for 20 seconds, pick it up, go 20 feet, drop the key, pick it up. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want to run. So I just, yeah, it's just like a boring way to beat him. But if you don't know what White Burrow and I are talking about in Super Mario Brothers 2, back on the original, uh, the old school NES, uh, there's that stupid fucking red and white phantom mask that follows you around whenever you pick up keys and then he tries to kill you and he's a fucking asshole. And what Burrow is saying is that the best strategy for dealing with him, and it is the best strategy for dealing with him, is that you pick up, what you do is you pick up this key and you have to carry it through the level to a locked door. But as soon as you pick up the key, the stupid mask is right up your ass, just flying at you from all sides of the screen. But if you drop the key, then he loses interest and goes away and leaves you alone. Uh, like Homer and Grandpa turned off the getaway music and then the hillbillies gave up and stopped chasing him. So if you are sick of that mask killing you, throw away the key for a minute and that stupid mask will fuck off and leave you alone. That's a good tip, Burrow. And that's a good game too. Man, I fucking love Super Mario Brothers too. I actually liked, I liked that comment a lot. Like these old retro gaming tips were like, it's like we're a Nintendo helpline from the 90s, except we don't charge your parents $2.99 a minute. Uh, I charge you $2 a month at patreon.com. No, uh, you guys know the plug by now. So thank you, Burrow. Good tip. We should do that more often. People write in weird old retro game tips. And we, I like that. Uh, Les Winan. 
wrote into us and said, yo, Adam, did you see this year's arcade one up unveiling other than the X-Men cabinet, which is only going to be four players and not six. It's looking like a really weak lineup without getting Nintendo licenses is arcade one up hitting a wall. Hmm. First, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Les Wynan is your actual name or if it's a Simpsons reference, but either way, it's spectacular. It is no joke. Absolutely. One of my favorite handles among all of our Patreons, because you can enter whatever you want for a name when you sign up. And Les Wynan is fucking magnificent. I love that name. Uh, and I actually didn't see their original announcement of the arcade one up lineup for this year, but I did go to their website. I'm actually browsing it. You can hear my mouse. I'm browsing it right now. Make sure I didn't just stop my recording. No, we're good. And uh, this website fucking sucks, by the way. Like you click the news header at the top and then it does the drop down menu. But then when I try to go down to click news, it just keeps disappearing. And I, I can't fuck anyway. Um, and don't argue. Listen, don't come at me with like, hey, you're old and out of touch. and You don't know how to use websites because this website should be designed for people that are old and out of touch because those are the only people that want to buy these vintage arcade cabinets. So it should be designed for fucking people like me. Uh, and it looks like, yeah, there's X-Men, a four-player X-Men cabinet. That's pretty rad, uh, but it should be six, I agree. Dragon's Lair, Space Ace, Killer Instinct. That one looks neat. Um, and you're not wrong, Les. This is <laughs> this is very underwhelming. Especially, dude, it's, really little, it's a little underwhelming, especially when you got to remember that in the past, they've announced stuff like Ninja Turtles, Miss Pac-Man, Street Fighter, NBA Jam. Like, I mean, yeah, eventually they are. They're going to run out of big arcade games to re-release. I think they pretty well have and like you said less like i mean stuff like donkey kong would be great but that's nintendo property and if they were to get it, it it would not be cheap at all you know and then like i'm thinking like wwf wrestlefest would be grad but because of licensing it'd be probably impossible the simpsons arcade game that's the one that surprises me how that hasn't happened but again licensing i'm sure it's not cheap i mean how many games are left for them to even recreate these cabinets that people will shell out 400 bucks or more or whatever to have these in their house, you know? I mean, I love, I dude, I fucking love these things. I think they're great. We don't own any. My girlfriend and I live in a, in a townhouse and uh, we just, we don't have a lot of space here. We don't have a ton of room. But before we bought this place, we used to own a, we were in a, our first house was a, a bungalow and it had this huge, big open basement in it that I fucking loved it down there. And if we were still in there, I would have some of these arcade cabinets sprinkled around. Here, I don't have space. Um, that said, like, yeah, there's nothing left that I'd want to buy. Like, scrolling through their whole lineup here, I can't think, maybe The Simpsons. And I, I don't think I'd buy The Simpsons. I can't think of an arcade cabinet left they could release that I'd, I'd buy. They've released, like, five Pac-Mans, according to their website. Like, And, and you know what? Because aren't they the ones, I think they're making, like, a tabletop, it's like a big touchscreen tabletop thing that they'll fill with board games like Monopoly and stuff. And and maybe that's why they're getting into that stuff because they know the arcade well is starting to dry up. I think they've re-released pretty well every big game. So I wonder if they've asked Nintendo about the Donkey Kong license. That would... Hmm, I'd be interested to know. Like, I'm sure they've called Nintendo. I wonder if Nintendo laughed them away or gave them a number or wasn't willing to talk. Then Nintendo probably hit them with a cease and desist and sued them just for just for asking so uh that's a good 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 question Les. i think they're yeah i do think they're in a bit of a corner right now and i think they need to look at some new options uh which maybe is what they're trying to do because yeah it's the the dread the, the well is drying up my friend what else we got here nevrop i dude i like seeing names i don't see regularly i like seeing new names i, I mean i love our regulars appreciate it but you can't believe uh but we have a lot of patreons that just watch from the shadows and uh don't hesitate to speak your mind everybody speak up i'd love more chances to mispronounce all of your names like i'm sure i'm doing again here uh nevrop 
wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, recently I finished the Lord of the Rings trilogies of movie and of movies, and I remembered how awesome the games for them were. The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers on the GameCube was one of the first games to get me into the hobby, and many memories were shared swapping the controller with my dad on the more frustrating levels. I was looking at sales for the PSN and realized how few licensed games are available compared to the oversaturation of movie games on the market during the PS2 Xbox GameCube era. So I wanted to ask if you have a favorite licensed movie game of your own, and what you thought about the future of licensed movie games moving forward in the next generation of consoles. Will they continue to exist or will they or be successful or will they be left behind almost entirely? Let me know your thoughts. Uh, Nevrop, that is a fucking great observation, my friend. Thank you. Uh, man, like back in the 80s and 90s, especially in the early 2000s, like he said with the PS2, Xbox, GameCube era, Every movie, every TV show had a fucking video game. We all remember, like, fuck, fucking Shaq Fu exists, for God's sakes. But, we, like, we all remember that, right? And most of them sucked. I bet you, I was going to say 70, 80, but I bet you four out of five uh, licensed games, if they didn't suck, they were at least not good, if not completely awful. Like, I wonder if the reason that they're not as common as they used to be is because people have finally learned their lesson. They know that most of these movie games suck and they don't buy them. I wonder if that's just what it comes down to. Like, and the thing about it, you guys, you got to remember, like, I'm sure these games are tough on developers because they've got to churn out these games to release around the same time as the movie, you know, so you, you end up getting a, a, a cake that's only half baked, you know, the games aren't done because they've got to be ready for the date the movie hits theaters or close. Um, and I also think part of the reason we're not getting as many of those games is because the Lego games have replaced a lot of them. You know, they, they instead of getting a, a straight up, you know, Avengers game, which I know we did get, but you get like a Lego Avengers, and and the Lego games seem to sell pretty well. They actually seem to be decent quality. I think that's become the norm for licensed IP uh, games now, for the most part. So I I don't think they're ever gonna completely disappear. But I do think there's a re- there's there's a good reason that they're not as common as they were before because people are sick of buying shitty games. Um, and the thing about it is when you base a game on a on a major IP, whether you're tying it in with a movie release or not, it comes with expectations, right? Look at Avengers, the new Avengers game from last year. Square Enix lost their shirt on that game. And the reviews are that it's just kind of, man, not that good, which is what a lot of those games are. And when you compare it to the movies, which is one of the biggest movie franchises ever, it's really easy to let down. So uh, I, those games can't be easy to make. I would want to make one of those fucking games because you can't get that creative. You're kind of tied to what somebody else has already written for you. You're probably on a time schedule. People don't have uh, low expectations. It just, yeah. Uh, I do have some favorites though. I know I talk about the bad ones all the time, like Ghostbusters on the NES fucking sucked. And like, oh, dude, did you, any of you guys play Back to the Future on the NES? That game fucking sucked so much ass. It was so bad. Uh, but there are good ones. I, for all the bad ones we talk about, there are some great ones. Dude, you asked what my favorite is? Spider-Man 2. Like, Tobey Maguire, that Spider-Man 2. I love that fucking game. I have every intention of reviewing that. I remember the game down the road. I played the shit out of that game on my original Xbox. So fucking good. So that would be my favorite licensed game for sure. If you haven't played it and you've got an old PS2, GameCube, or Xbox laying around... Find a copy of it. Give it a shot. It's To me, it's my favorite superhero game, period, before Spider-Man came out on the PS4 a couple years ago. Uh, oh, and the Ghostbusters game. Not the shitty NES one, but the, the one that came out on the 360 PS3 with like the original cast doing the voices and stuff. That game's pretty dope, too. So, um, yeah, that would be my answer. It would be Spider-Man 2 followed by the Ghostbusters game. So, uh, good, good call, Nevrop. Good observation. 
Uh, what do we got here? Oh, to stick with my Ninja Turtles comments, getting read on the show stance, which I may have to go back on if people just keep sending in Ninja Turtle comments to be read. But I love talking Ninja Turtles. Dave McGee wrote in and said, Dear Adam and the Remember the Game crew, fuck you, Donatello is the best. That's all he said, and I agree with you, McGee. And uh, Amy Gillen wrote in and just said, Cowabunga, pizza, nunchucks, heroes in a half shell. That is all. That'll do it. That'll get you on the show. I love the Ninja Turtles that much. Uh, Kelly wrote in, to the show and said, greetings, Mr. Blank. It's so, okay, just, I'm going to finish Kelly's comment. I can't remember if I've told this story on the show before, but there's like a vintage Simpsons episode where Bart and Lisa go to Camp Krusty and it like really sucks. And there's this video where Krusty is explaining how he'll be there in a few weeks until then give your attention to like whoever's running the camp and whoever it was supposed to be, the voice had been dubbed over. So it's Krusty's voice and he's like, I'll be there in a few short weeks. Until then, give me all your, (laughs) I want you to listen to. And then the voice is cued in and it goes, Mr. Black, I want you to give Mr. Black the same respect you would give me. And uh, when I used to work at this old warehouse I used to work at, because my last name is Blank, I got a, I became the supervisor, and a lot of the guys would call me Mr. Blank, Mr. Blank. And they'd be like, oh, it's Mr. Blank. So reading that just, that was a 90-second story you didn't need to hear. But anyway, Kelly wrote in and said, greetings, Mr. Blank. This show is now my go-to show to listen to while I'm doing some sort of work. I used to be a janitor at a horse facility, so I would spend every day I was working there listening to specific episodes. And whenever I listen to them now, it instantly takes me back there, specifically the Oregon Trail and Resident Evil 2 episode. Sadly, I'm unemployed now, but I have been learning to ride a unicycle. So while I'm out doing that, I'm listening to you. It takes a clown to power a clown. Uh, (laughs) thank you I think Kelly Um, I'm sorry about the job that sucks but thank you for listening and uh, and I'm glad that you associate my voice with the smell of horse poop that is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me Uh, and good on you for learning the unicycle that's talent I knew a guy in high school his name was Darren Uh, I liked Darren and he all he rode a unicycle everywhere and it was, I was always blown away because I'm like, I'm an uncoordinated piece of shit. I'd like to try that so much, but I think I'd just break my head open. Um, little side note, unknown fact, I'm pretty good on a pogo stick. It's like my secret talent I never bring up. I swear on my dog, Molly. I swear on her life. Uh, and I only do that when I'm telling complete utter truths. Uh, I can go up and down a set of stairs on a pogo stick without using my hands, just with my legs. I swear to, I swear to God. I don't know if everyone can do that or not, but it makes me feel special. So uh, good luck, Kelly. Thank you for listening. Wear a helmet. And uh, enjoy your unicycle. I appreciate that. And then finally, before we go to play one, remake one, erase one, as you guys know, it's letter time. It's letter time. And that one kid, Nick, wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, seeing as this year is the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda series, what sorts of things do you think Nintendo is going to release for the occasion? What are you hoping for? And will you finally accept the fact that Majora's Mask is fucking great and worth at least playing through, if not doing a full-blown completionist run and getting everything? Because you definitely need to. Also, on a side note, what breed of dog do you have? I'm curious. So, uh, thank you for writing in that one kid, Nick. Molly, my dog, the famous producer here at Remember the Game Industries. She's a Shih Tzu Boodle Terrier mix. And we think there's a little bit of cat in her as well. Because uh, she's so small. And she's she's great because I'm very allergic to dogs. But she doesn't shed. So she doesn't bother my allergies much. Unless I scratch her head and then jam my finger in my eye or something, I'm fine. Uh, God, I love that dog. She's right... She's right there. She's right behind me as I'm recording this. Uh, as far as Zelda goes, 
This has been a hot-button topic over on Twitch over the last few streams. Uh, If you don't know, 2021 is Zelda's 35th anniversary, just like last year was Mario's. Um, And there's tons of rumors floating around. People are hoping that we get some Zelda re-releases on the Switch. Uh, something like we got with Mario 3D All-Stars, and I and I think we will. Uh, to answer your question specifically, I think we'll get the same package that we got with Mario 3D All-Stars, but with Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and like maybe the Wind Waker Wii U port in it, something like that. Um, frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if they just sold Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask in a package and then sold Wind Waker separate. I don't want them to do that, but it seems like something Nintendo would do. Uh, but I think we'll get all those games and I have no doubt in my mind that their intention slash hope is to have Breath of the Wild 2 ready for Christmas this year, but we'll see, you know, they're not going to release that game until it's above perfection because the expectations on it are going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. And we look at cyberpunk. I think every developer in the business is looking at cyberpunk and being like, okay, well, we're not doing that. Um, and if they do re-release all those old games, I'm going to buy them. Of course I will. Of course I will. Does it mean that I'll finally finish Majora's Mask? I don't know, man. I mean, that's probably the number one game that people have asked us to cover on Remember the Game that we have not already covered is Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And as I've said in the past, guys, I just, I don't like it. And I and I don't want to shit all over it because I know so many people love it, but I just, if they re-release it, maybe I'll give it another try. I don't like that game. Uh, and as far as what I hope that they do, Probably my biggest hope for this anniversary is an Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages re-release done in the Link's Awakening remake art style, that same cartoony kind of Play-Doh art style. Sell them in a package. That'd be fucking awesome. And I want Link Between Worlds, just a straight port. It's all I'm asking for. That was the Link to the Past sequel that was released on 3DS a few years ago. It's one of my favorite Zelda games ever. So that's what I'm hoping for. And for the record, it's Metroid's 35th anniversary this year too, and I did not know that. Shout out to Stupid Monkey, I think, or whoever it was that brought it up on Twitch the other night. Sorry if it wasn't Monkey. Somebody mentioned that it was Metroid's 35th anniversary this year. I don't know if we'll get anything because it's Nintendo. Uh, We won't get Metroid Prime 4 this year. I have no doubt about that. I know they're working on it, but I do think we'll get the Metroid Prime trilogy later this year, and I'll I'll buy that day one, no doubt. So there you go. Good blowing, everybody. That's all the cartridge blowing we're going to do this week. We're running behind as it is. I guess we're not running behind because it's my fucking show. We could go as long as we want. But let's get into our smash hit segment, ladies and gentlemen. Play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you, as always, to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with our new theme music for the show. I guess it's not new. I can take that out of the script. It's not new. I'm just going to just hang on here. Just, just, It's not new anymore. It's just the theme music. Uh, the rules are simple, ladies and gentlemen. Every week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern game. And the third game is a race from time forever. And this week, since I figured we're talking... Ugh, Shaq Fu, we'd, uh, we'd, we'd stick with the whole game starring famous athletes theme, but with good games instead of this piece of shit. And so our contenders this week are Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for the NES, Jordan vs. Bird for the Sega Genesis, and Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball for the Super Nintendo. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a correct one, and I will tell you what it is in just a minute. Thank you to everyone that played. As always, 
Uh, I try to read as many as I can. Oh, and for the record, you're always free to answer these questions however you want. Order these games in whichever order you please. But I'm telling you all right now, if any of you erase Mike Tyson's punch out, I will have you criminally charged. Criminally charged and deported to the moon. I'm telling you all right now. And I'm going to edit this part out, but I'm going to go sneeze and blow my nose. And then I'll come back and then we'll do this. Oh, it's nothing like a good nose blow. I just feel, oh. oh, especially when it feels like a part of your brain comes out of your fucking, oh man, that's good stuff. Okay, let's go. Uh, we're going to start with Jeffrey Mathis. Jeffrey Mathis is our first contestant this week. Play Punch-Out because it is still very playable today. Remake Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, fun game that could use a new coat of paint with a little bit tighter mechanics. And then Erase Jordan versus Bird because fuck Michael Jordan. Ooh, wow. Right out of the gates, we're fucking Michael Jordan. Or well, we're saying fuck to Michael Jordan. That'd probably be a better way to say that. But uh, listen, I'm not going to judge. He's a good-looking guy. Do you? Uh, I agree. Punch-Out is still insanely playable today. I don't know if I'm anti-MJ. I can't. I don't know if I can get on board with that sentiment. Because without Michael Jordan, we wouldn't have Space Jam. And we wouldn't have the crying Michael Jordan face that we can put on everything on the internet ever. So... I don't know if I can get on board with that, but I agree that Punch-Out is still playable today. Uh, Luis Olivia, Oliva, I'm sure I said your name wrong. I apologize. But uh, Luis agrees with Jeffrey, at least order-wise. Uh, play Punch-Out as an 8-bit game. There are a few examples of perfect gameplay and great mechanics. Or pardon me, and great graph. Oh, boy, I fucked this. <laughs> Luis Olivia, and I'm not editing this out. Louis, uh, I can't say your name. Louis, Louis, Lou, Lou, Lou. Lou. Fucking there we go. That way I don't say your fucking name wrong anymore. Lou agrees with Jeffrey, at least order-wise. Uh, Lou says, play Punch-Out. As an 8-bit game, there are a few examples of perfect gameplay and great graphics like this. Remake Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball because if they made it like a Mario Baseball type game instead of a simulation, it could be a lot of fun. And Erase Bird versus Jordan. I never played it. I'm sure NBA Live was better. And how is that a proper comparison? Jordan is at least a tier higher than Larry Bird. Whew, sorry, I fucked that up so many times. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know dick all about baseball or basketball. Pardon me, dick all. So I don't want to get too down the Jordan versus Bird rabbit hole because I'm kind of talking out of my ass. But honestly, I kind of thought that as well. And I don't even know anything about basketball. But I'm like, isn't Michael Jordan in like a class of his own? Like, that wouldn't that be like releasing a hockey game that's like Gretzky versus Brett Hall or something where you're like, they're not even the same conversation. What the fuck? It's a solid logic. Uh, Luis, I, uh, I, I'd, I'd prefer a Mario Mario baseball instead of Ken Griffey Jr. Mario baseball, but I get what you're saying and I can get on board with the thought process. I like that. Sorry. I fucked that up. Boy, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. Did I fuck that up? Andre wrote into us and said, play punch out because it's still superb today. Although I suck out loud at it. Remake Jordan versus bird in NBA 2k 20 style with the rosters from this game. And it would be a blast. Erase Ken Griffey Jr. because I'm not a fan of most baseball games and we can still play MLB The Show to scratch that baseball itch. See, I can get on board uh, with the show comment quite a bit. Like, I like Ken Griffey Jr.'s MLB as, uh, a ton, but as long as I've got MLB The Show, I don't need anything else. So I know they're different, but a person can only play so much video baseball and I can get behind that logic. And remaking Jordan vs. Bird is interesting. Taking a current style game with retro rosters is a, excuse me, is a really cool idea. I never, yeah, I like that idea. And then, yes, Punch-Out is superb. 
What do we got? Dave McGee wrote in and said, let's play Punch-Out because it's pretty sweet how it is. Remake Jordan versus Bird with more current basketball players. Delete Ken Griffey Jr. Then delete the game because fuck Seattle. Actually delete everything Seattle-based sports teams and Starbucks. Fuck Seattle. Boy, that escalated quickly. I don't, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like the Seattle Seahawks, but I, I don't have a beef with the rest of the city of Seattle. It's I was actually supposed to go there with my girlfriend last summer to watch some baseball before the world burned down and we weren't allowed to go anywhere. So I can absolutely get on board with the fuck Starbucks thing, though. I fucked, oh, overpriced fucking Slurpee coffees. I, I hate, like, a, a coffee should be like tar. It should just be, it should be fucking dark black, bitter. You should have to chew it to get it down, and I will die on that hill. That's how coffee's meant to be drank. So, well done, McGee. Fucking A+. Well done. Uh, that one kid Nick wrote in and said, this is a tricky one because we already have a remake of Punch-Out on the Wii. However, I know the rules of this game, so I'm still going to break them and say do another updated remake of Punch-Out. It's a classic and can be even better. And erase the other two games because do we really need any other basketball games other than NBA Jam uh, or any baseball video games, period? The answer is no. Uh, <laughs> I like this. I like this, uh, Nick. I, I, he says, uh, however, I know the rules of the game, so I'm going to break them. I fucking, I respect your gumption, Nick. I respect that, but you're goddamn disqualified. Disqualified twice. Twice. For your blatant disrespect of the play one, remake one, erase one, sacred parchment. That's just ridiculous. So I agree there are a lot of baseball games. There's a lot of basketball games. But to say we don't need baseball games, period, thus poo-pooing on my beloved MLB The Show is a bannable offense. You are D-fucking-cued, Nick. Now, Kelly knows what's up. Play Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. It's a baseball game. How do you mess that up? Remake Punch-Out for the love of all that is holy. The game is held up fine, but this series so needs to come back. Bring Little Mac back into the light and then delete Jordan versus Bird. I really don't care about these sports games so it can be thrown in the fire. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kelly, I, I mean, baseball really, you're right. Baseball does seem like the hardest sport game to screw up. Because other than hitting the baseball, like there's really no collision detection or chance like with a goalie in hockey or tackling in football. It's it's a very scientific sport. So you're right. It should be the hardest one to screw up. And yes, they should absolutely bring back fucking Punch-Out. Doug Dorn agrees. He said, play Ken Griffey Jr. because why not? Remake Punch-Out because Little Mac is ready for one last fight. And erase Jordan versus Bird because fuck EA. Spot on. Spot on, Doug. Well done. And uh, yeah, and fucking EA, that's a fucking that I can get on board with, my friend. Um, Makeshift Money agrees with them and says, piece of cake, play Griffey. It's a competent baseballer and nostalgic enough not to need updated rosters. Remake Punch-Out. I'm talking new and prior opponents, a story mode with RPG elements, and a fitness mode a la Ring Fit Adventure. And then a race bird versus Jordan. I'm not a basketball fan and don't remember anything remotely remarkable about it. Uh, yeah. I agree. Make A minus. Make shift A minus. I love the order. Sound logic all around. My only complaint is that as a lazy piece of shit, I'm not 100% sure I can get on board with a fitness mode and punch out because it would make me feel even shittier about myself. Uh, but it's actually a great fucking idea though. Well done. I don't think we've ever agreed on one of these, me and makeshift. So well done, makeshift. And then finally, Ryan Yeager got it right this week too. This is our last one. Erase Jordan versus Bird. Jordan may be the greatest base basketball player ever, but this game blows goats. Remake Mike Tyson's punch out. Remake this guy in its 8-bit glory. Bring Mike Tyson back. And if you beat him, he becomes a playable character. From there, you can fight 8-bit versions of legends like De La Hoya, Holyfield, Mayweather, Klitschko, Fury, Wilder, etc. And then play Grant Griffey's Junior Major League Baseball. This game was the perfect marriage of Nintendo Seattle, one of the most marketable ball players ever, one of the greatest ball players ever, and a great playing 
game. This is my favorite baseball game of all time. I love it. I could play full seasons. I used to base, or pardon me, I would play full seasons. I used a baseball stat magazine and baseball cards to change all the names to the real names. Even though I loved the fake names, I would use them as an opportunity to learn the history of the names and how they corresponded to the cities, the teams they were based in. It's simple, but very replayable. It deserves to be in the Hall of Fame way more than Mark McHugh. And Ryan gets the final say this week for throwing some shade at former Remember the Game Hall of Famer Mark McHugh. That made me happy, particularly on this sports-centric episode of the show that I know Mark will never listen to. I know it. Like, Mark, if you're listening to this, if you're hearing my voice right now, text me and let me know, and I will apologize to you because I have absolute faith that this will, that you'll never hear this. I love you, buddy. I love you, though. Um... I actually love sports games, old sports games, for the same reason Ryan does. Learning stats, learning the players. I used to obsess over sports stats as a kid. They were just fascinating to me, and I just loved doing that as a child. So if you haven't guessed, I agree with Ryan, Makeshift, Kelly, and Doug. I would also play Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball. Uh, I also fucking love this game. I, I really didn't follow baseball at all until around 2000, 2001. But I remember playing this at my buddy Mike's house and just fucking loving it. I could do, dude, I could play home run derby in this game for days. So we are actually planning an episode of Remember the Game about Ken Griffey Jr.'s MLB in the future. And it'll be a very, very positive episode. I promise you that. Uh, I would remake Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I'm totally fine with everyone that said they would play Punch-Out instead of remake it. Totally down with that. Because so many of you, like so many of you said, it's perfect. It's superb. It's excellent. It's all those things. I agree. But if I can remake one of these games, I'm remaking Punch-Out because I want more. I just want to expand it. I'd love to see the original Punch-Out remade in the Super Punch-Out art style or give us a brand new one, mix in the old fighters with the new fighters, get Tyson back. I want another shot at Mike Tyson. Do that, please. Uh, I, oh, I want to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out right now. Every time I talk about it, it makes me want to grab my NES and just play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And then finally, out of race, Jordan versus Bird. Uh, and listen, most weeks I try to come up with a big explanation, something fancy, but I, I don't have one this time. I, I looked at the picks. It looks cool. I just don't really care about basketball. So like some of you do with your erased selections on this show, I'm erasing this game because I don't care about it. It's that simple. I don't have any other logic. Now I would play it ahead of fucking Jack Fu. Uh, I can give it that at least. Uh, so that's my answer. Thank you to all of you that played. Sorry, I can't keep reading them all. I, I try every week. Keep playing. Uh, let's get into what I've been playing and then we'll fucking talk Jack Fu. Uh, Gears Tactics is at the top of the list of games I've been playing this week. I'm fucking really into this game it's just it's so silky smooth it's fun to play i love gears it transitions perfectly into a tactical game just yeah man expect me to keep gushing about it because it's just really fun and i'm really fucking liking it uh, I also bombed through Metroid Fusion in three sessions on the Game Boy Advance. I played on my SNES Classic, but uh, I started it up for Throwback Thursday on Twitch last week, and then I finished it on the weekend. Uh, if you don't know, it was a Game Boy Advance uh, Metroid game, and, and I gotta be honest, I think it's my new favorite Game Boy Advance game. I really liked it. I'm not gonna say much else. We're recording an episode about it soon, and then that'll be going live in the coming weeks, and we'll get into it there, but I really liked it. Uh, and then I have fi finally fired up Final Fantasy VIII. It won our Patreon poll this month, so I'm contractually obligated to play it. And I wanted to read the, a comment that was actually submitted for blowing in the cartridge, but I thought it would apply here perfectly. Mercury869 wrote into us and said, Hey Adam, I just want to say you're doing good work here on this little spot of the internet. I have another day trip to Marmot Basin next Friday, which is a 
nice skiing place here in Alberta. Uh, so you know some backlog stuff is coming with me. I might listen to your GoldenEye episode again. I listened to it last summer, and literally it had me wanting to pull over the car, find the Nintendo 64, and start destroying all comers. Uh, to finish this blabbering letter off, I want to say thank you for playing MLB The Show again. It reignited that itch in me, and now I'm back to the Detroit Tigers crushing dingers. Uh, have a great weekend. Hopefully, Final Fantasy VIII doesn't aggravate you too much. Uh, so first of all, thank you for the kind words, Mercury. Enjoy your trip. And I swear to all of you, I didn't read that whole thing just to blow smoke up my own ass, although it was a nice comment and it made me feel good. But the, what I read it for is that last comment Mercury made, which was, don't let Final Fantasy VIII aggravate you too much i gotta be dude i gotta be honest the feedback about final fantasy 8 has been off the charts since i said i was gonna play it it's two out of three people say they hate it they think that it'll make me lose my mind and piss me off stuff like that but then the other third of all of you are saying stuff like enjoy it it's the best game in the ps1 trilogy i love this game it might be the most divisive game that has ever come across remember the game industries i uh, i love it i lo- not the game i love the divisiveness so i have fired it up i'm a few hours in and at the risk of sounding like mr johnny drama over here i'm not going to say a word about my thoughts about it not one i'm just going to shut up um i'm not going to say anything about it on the podcast i'm not going to say anything about it on social media i'm going to play it we're going to record the episode and i'm going to save all my thoughts for that show because i had so many of you have been like dude you're going to hate it dude you're going to love it i love it i hate it it's really fascinating to me so we'll be dropping that episode probably early to mid-february once i'm done final fantasy 8 i'm really excited to get everyone's thoughts on it though it um it might end up being the longest episode of the show in the history of remember the game oh yeah and a whole bunch of you've been sending me tips and stuff like that i appreciate it i don't want you to be offended i'm not reading them I want to go into this one with a clean slate. It's just so divisive and I just want to have my own opinion. I'm not reading any reviews. I'm not reading anyone's help or tips. I want to figure it out on my own. I have the instruction manual to it that I downloaded and that's all I'm working with. So that's coming in the next month. So I'm playing Final Fantasy VIII. And that's it. This might break the record for the longest intro we've ever done. So let's get into the... It's just because I'm trying to delay the inevitable. Let's get into the fucking Shaq Fu talk. And uh, and you guys know I like to give you a chance to share your thoughts on games before I indulge myself and ramble for a while. And we got some fucking beauty comments this week. Ryan Yeager says, I would rather watch Kazam while eating a pack of dehydrated hot dogs than play Shaq Fu. That, <laughs> that's fucking gross. Oh, like when I think of dehydrated hot dogs, I think of the old one from Seinfeld that Kramer eats at the theater. Just, oh, oh, or like an over microwaved hot dog. Oof, just fucking gross. Raging Demon wrote in and said, this game belongs in a Ripley's Believe It or Not exhibit next to a Cyclops goat or a shrunken head. <laughs> ah, poor Shag Fu. I agree. Slick Rick wrote in and said, I rented and played this game as a kid. I thought it was awful, and I was pissed that I wasted one of my weekend rentals on it. I have a buddy who asked me to help him hack his Super Nintendo Classic. Due to the firewall on his PC, it took me longer than I anticipated, and he made numerous sarcastic comments about how I didn't know what I was doing, even though he himself couldn't do it. So when I finally got through his firewall, I put 10 ROMs of Shaq Fu on his SNES and deleted all the other games. The only good memories I have of this game is that it's the worst SNES game I could think of to get revenge. What a piece of garbage that <laughs> that's fucking outstanding rick and i gotta be honest i'm the guy that chirps someone for doing something for me that i'm not able to do while they're doing it so that story really hit home with me and then finally this this comment listen to this evan refuse wrote in and said here's the thing 
My family only had an NES until about 2003, but my older cousin had a Sega, so when they babysat us, I got to play this, being Shaq Fu, plus Echo, Sonic, and NBA Jam. And compared to my NES, it was incredible. And that's how I remember it, even when I play it now. I think I might be the only person in the world who loves Shaq Fu. Also, I don't remember Shaq ever being that thin and ripped, but who knows? Objectively, this is another brutal Sega game with fantastic music. The lab is my favorite. The special moves have never worked for me ever. It's been 25 years. I still can't figure them out. Good luck. This is great. This warmed my heart because we found the one person out there that likes Shaq Fu. How about, I didn't think that was possible, but we found someone. And I mean, and the thing about it is like, you're, you know, when you mentioned the other games you got to play compared to Echo the Dolphin or Sonic, Shaq Fu is pretty good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. As far as Sonic, Echo, I don't know what I would rather play, Echo the Dolphin or Shaq Fu. It is better than Sonic. Uh, I hate this game. Partially because it sucks. This is me talking now. This is no more comments. I hate Shaq Fu. Partially because it sucks. And more so because I'm sure many children got this game as a gift and had their birthday slash Christmas slash weekend if they rented it or something ruined. Uh, my best good buddy Brad and I had a nice little somewhat animated chat about just that fact and a little more and i'm gonna let you listen to it right now i'm gonna cue up that music and we will talk about the time shaquille o'neal went to japan visited a karate dojo got sent into an alternative dimension and fought a bunch of aliens to save some shitty kid in shaq fu which originally released on both the genesis and the super nintendo so both sides of the console war suffered heavy losses that day on october 28 1994 Let's talk Shaq Fu. <sighs> All right. Well, join <laughs> fuck. I'm 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 already angry that this game is even getting into our fucking show. But joining me Via the phone this week to talk about Shaq Fu. His uh, is one of my best friends, both in the video. Well, no, not in. I, I wouldn't consider you one of my best friends in the gaming community, but outside of the gaming community, you don't play enough to be one of my best friends in the gaming community. But he's one of my good buddies outside of the gaming community, and ironically, he's a diehard Shaq Fu fan. So this could be an interesting conversation. Uh, joining me on the phone this week is a good buddy of mine, Mr. Brad Warren. How's it going, pal? Well, first off, uh, I just want to wish you a happy 2021. Oh, you to too. you and to you and the wife and the dog and all your listeners out there and uh it's a pleasure i made the cut so i'm back i like that it's a new year so well um i mean you I made, made the, the cut, cut but it's shaq yeah, fu. yeah well that i was just gonna say i made the cut and then you said hey do you want to do shaq fu and i'm like shit i'm this far down now like oh buddy so this, oh, uh, yeah yeah so last week and I probably mentioned this in the intro, but last week on the show, we talked about Tetris, which whether okay, you're wait, a diehard- hold on, hold on. No, last week was Tetris and I get Shaq Fu. Well, so this makes yeah. me feel really good. Well, we're yeah. going from like arguably the best video game ever made yes. to what might be. Listen, listen, everybody, listen, here's it. I'm not going to defend Shaq Fu. Get ready for a good, I don't know how long this one's going to be because I don't know how much reason you disable this stupid game, but do expect us to shit on Shaq Fu a lot. I would yes. not sit here and say this is the worst video game ever made. I've, it might be the worst concept ever. It's not the worst video game ever made. It's not good. Well, 
well, spoiler alert, I am not a Shaq Fu fan. And you're <laughs> you're you're also gonna hear why. And it's uh, so this isn't hard. <laughs> this is not a hard game to judge. And for the record, just quickly, if anyone listening is like, why the fuck are they talking Shaq Fu? It's because you fuckers asked for it. All right, when I ran this game on the poll, it got a ton of votes. Everybody wanted Shaq Fu, and I finally have just decided, you know what? I feel like getting angry. I haven't gotten angry in a while. Let's talk Shaq Fu. I would now. I would no. You know what? I'll save it for the end of the show. Brad, have you? <laughs> did you? Can, can I just want to say this uh, as well? Like we we do speak. We don't just go right into the podcast before this. And literally two minutes before we started the actual podcast. I asked him, why are we fucking doing Shaq Fu? And he said to me, because people want me to. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well. I'm a man I'm of down, the people. I'm always down. I, I, you are a man of the people. You Guys, I just want to also say, I can say this right now, is that when he thanks all of you for listening and everything like that, he truly means it because he tells me his, his fan base and everybody that does follow him is really awesome. And you guys are. You guys clearly... I jumped in on the um, when he was playing for 24 hours, and uh, he's he should be really proud, and you guys should be proud too for supporting it because it's really good. Thanks, that thank you, thank you very much. That's going to be the highlight of this episode. But that's also, 30 seconds. But also, fuck you for asking for this because <laughs> I don't even know I where to start. To... I've never done one of these episodes where I'm like, I don't. I feel like. You know, like when you've got well, a huge I, I mess can... to clean up and you're looking at it and you're like, where do we yeah. even begin with this? That's how yes. I feel about fucking Shaq Fu. Well, I'll, I'll start. I'll start because I, I, I kind of have a different angle to look at this game before we really delve into it. Is that, Mr. Blank, it, it's fair to say you weren't a basketball guy in 1992. I'm not right? a basketball guy in 2021. But no, yeah, you're right. I knew nothing about yeah, basketball like, in 1992. From my perspective, I will say this. Um, just to kind of give a backstory to Mr. Shaquille O'Neal is this guy, to be quite honest, I was a huge basketball guy uh, growing up, and I still am, not as much as I was. I'm a huge Jordan Mark. I can say that. This guy was number two at a certain point in the NBA to Michael Jordan because he was seven feet tall. He was an amazing basketball player to a certain degree for the skill he brought. But his appeal was everything. Like, the guy did Blue Chips. He did Shazam, which is a two really shitty movies. But this guy was barely in the NBA, and he was getting movie deals. He had shoe deals. He had shoe deals. He had everything that every other um, NBA player had. But he had a different appeal because kids and everybody just knew. You knew Shaq. I was a basketball guy and I had Jordan jerseys. I had different players. I had to have an Orlando magic Jersey. Like they changed their jerseys. Uh, and it, it was just, he was massive. He was huge. Now listen, I'll, I just like, cause you're right. Like Brad is our basketball. I don't know anything about basketball, but having said that, even I knew who Shaq was. Right. And, and, right. And, so and, that kind of kicks in there too. It's like, you're like, wow, this guy is like, you might've saw highlights and like, wow, he broke the backboards. Like, yeah. wow. He, like he did really cool things. You weren't a basketball fan, but you knew who Shaq was. Yeah. To be honest with you guys, like I actually, and I don't know if this is a, a popular take nowadays, as I don't know how people look at him today. But like I like Shaq, like not as a basketball Shaq's, player. Cause I don't know anything about basketball, but like, he seems like a pretty funny guy. Like he seems like a yeah, cool Sha guy. Fat Shaq is great. Like he's very good on the basketball highlight shows and everything like that. And then when he delves into other things, he's witty, he's very witty. He's, he, 
Like, he's get- really good, but I will just before we get into it, he should never be involved in any sort of fucking video game. Now, but like, here's the thing: is like when like. Now I read on Wikipedia that this originally was going to be a basketball game, which makes which sense. Which was one of my first questions. It's like because Charles Barkley had a basketball game, Michael Jordan had a basketball game. It's like Shaq just stay in your lane. Yeah, but- that's like so. That's and that's where like this. Okay, so if we're trying to figure out how to fucking <laughs> to quote George Costanza, this game is like an onion. Like the more layers you peel, the more it stinks. And right now on that top layer, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, first of all. There are so many, like, this is from the same era as Mortal Kombat 2 and Mortal Kombat 3 and Street Fighter 2, that little-known street, yes. fi- that little-known game some of you might have heard of. And even some of the lesser fighting games, like Killer Instinct was around in these days. And Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters was around in these days. Like, their fighting was good. Like, we had fighting games. So it's yeah, like no if, one, if- no one, no kid was sitting there going, man, Shaq's amazing. You know what I'd like to see? A fighting game, right? And that's what I don't get. Is it's like if if you you want it, like, and you could argue, well, hey, you already had basketball games too. No question. And NBA Jam was during this era. Right. No way this is going to beat him. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Don't exactly. Don't do it, Ben. Like clearly, it's either basketball (laughs) game or nothing. Clearly, Not, hey, what else can we do with Shaq? Well, like, well, maybe we put him in a laser tag thing, uh, or maybe we put it like, is that what they did? Did they sit in a room and just make a list of games and go, how can we incorporate Shaq? And somebody's like, basketball, you're fired, get out, let's do a fighting game. Who's in? That's what I don't understand. And like, that's where this whole thing, like, at the end of the day, and I guarantee you, most people listening to this feel the same way. They're like, look, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm for it or I'm against it. I understand the concept of taking someone who's a big name in the world that people know and putting him on your video game. Dude, in Play One, Remake One, Erase One, you guys will have heard right before this episode, we did Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball, and Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird. There's nothing wrong with taking a big athlete and putting him on the cover of a game. But you know the difference between Shaq Fu and all those other games are? Mike Tyson's Punch-Out is a boxing game with Mike Tyson. Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball is a baseball game with Craig Griffey Jr. Jordan versus Bird is a basketball game with Jordan versus Bird. Shaq Fu is a half-assed, mailed-in fighting game where you took this big, fat, bald guy, sent him to Japan, and then he went to Japan, went to some dojo and the guy was like will you please go to this alternate universe to save this stupid fucking kid who went into the ultimate universe and that's your game what like how the fuck was it not a basketball game and if you couldn't make a serious basketball game why was it an nba street why was it an nba jam 2 featuring shaquille o'neal why was it a fucking sports trivia game why wasn't it anything other than a why does anyone think Shaquille O'Neal can fight have you ever seen him throw a free throw I don't even know anything about basketball and I'm watching that and I'm like this man doesn't look like he can wipe his own ass why is he in a fighting game why why does this game exist well here's the thing to go on top of that Shaq was in good shape. Yeah, you, ha- you can't call him Fat Shaq. He's Fat Shaq now. Right. Okay. Fair now, enough. But okay. but, but At back time, to he wasn't it, fat. I my first point was going to be the story mode of this game. So one, they didn't just do a fighting game. So this was their play. Okay, we're not going to just do a fighting game. 
we're going to do a fighting game where you can just do the fighting or you can go into story mode. Well, what kind of story mode will it be? Well, here's an idea. I just wrote it out and he's going to walk around in his fucking jersey and shorts and shoes. And he's just going to be in Tokyo or Japan or wherever he fucking is. And he goes into a dojo. And not only do they double down where maybe there's a fighting tournament in the dojo and he just fights in a tournament in the dojo. That could be a that could be a mode. No. He talks to the dojo master who says, I need you to go to another dimension to fight monsters and humans to get a boy back. Do you know what this and I don't know if this is what happened. Fucking so stupid. Get, Why? Well it doesn't need again, a story. Fighting oh, games are supposed way, to just be a ladder. You just fight all the other fighters. That's what you're supposed I to do. Can I just say, Adam, uh, that again, who made this game? <laughs> uh, publishers. <clears throat> Electronic Arts. Now, wah, wah. to tie it in. Now, to be fair, though, they published it. Somebody else developed it. But EA had their fucking stinky claws in it. Yeah. EA, fuck you. For one, just fuck you. And just more proof that you guys were shit even back then to a certain degree, that you had some moron putting out these ideas. Now I I don't under I don't get it. Well, like, you you, you see, nailed like, it all. What are we doing? What are broke, we doing no, no, you, here? Okay, what so is you, the point? You broke down the story that this dude is... <laughs> so Shaq goes to Japan. He's walking around Japan in his basketball uniform. He then he yeah. fucking walks into a dojo, and the guy sends him to another dimension to go rescue some boy. Like, Who wants to play this? Just listen. Who, listen. who said this is good? To me... <laughs> And I don't know the story about this or not, but like to me, they were developing that game without Shaq. Like they were just like, hey, let's just make a fighting game in some alternate universe with a bunch of aliens. And that actually sounds okay. But then, you know what this feels like to me is that they were making that and then they were looking at the era and being like, well, dude, we can make the best fighting game in the world, which this fucking game is not. But we can make the best fighting game, like controls-wise. We'll get into that. But like, they're like, we we could make a fighting game with aliens fighting in another dimension, which frankly is not a horrible idea. It's it's it is what it is. I'll be honest with you, dude. I'm not the world's biggest fighting game fan. You guys all know that. But I don't need a fucking in-depth story in my fighting game. No, just I let don't them either. fight. I just want and them to fight about, to see who the champion you, is. Like if they if if Mortal Kombat had this story but had Mortal Kombat fighting in it, this but the story was there that it was like you're trying to stop them, but you could choose different fighters. Who gives a shit? Exactly. The fighting game, the game itself is good. <laughs> exactly. It still looks good. Exactly. Everything flows and everything is Here. good. This game, again, 93, I'll go back in my head. Get Jean-Claude Van Damme. Get uh, Jackie Chan. Get Chuck Norris. Yeah. Get somebody that fights. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, and again, not the world's biggest fighting fan, but I think almost anyone that is into fighting games would agree that, like, it's not 90% of the equation in a fighting game is the control scheme and the balance between the characters. Like, it's all about. It's all about. Sure, right. Like, it's it's about about the fighting. You know what I mean? Yes, like any the yes. window dressing of a story or who the characters are or whatever, yes. that's all window dressing. And so what I have to, the only way I can even remotely 
justify this game, and I don't know if this is the truth or not, is if these guys were already working on this fighting game with aliens, and they were like, no one's going to buy this. We can't get Mortal Kombat. I have to tell you, it's a brilliant... I I think you're right. It has to be. There's no way. There's no other way to explain this. Yeah. Because you can't say that they got Shaq first and then said, let's do this. Let's go down this route. I just, I would, I refuse to believe that that is the case. But the, I would like to believe it they were already nice. developing this fighting game. They were like, no it one's going to buy 90s. this. Let's it go get a big 90s. celebrity, put them on the cover. It'll sell a little bit better. And maybe, right. it, maybe it did. Like, the thing about it, listen, here's the thing. And for all of you shitting on this game like we are, one thing, and I just thought of this, one thing to keep in mind, let's just say Shaq wasn't in this game. Let's just say this game was called fucking Alien Wars, and it was just aliens fighting in a fighting game. Like, everything is exactly the same, minus all the Shaq stuff. Nobody would talk about this game today. It would have been forgotten about. Nobody would know about it. Shaq Fu is a part of gaming lore. It's known by everybody. No one defends it. Nobody plays it. It's a punchline. But the fact that you put Shaq on the cover and gave it this stupid name made it memorable. So if that was their goal, was to just get eyeballs on their game, then it maybe it worked. Because there's no way anyone would be... this. If this was Alien Wars, it would not have an episode of Remember no. the Game. But Shaq no. Fu does. But like you said, and I never even thought of that, Brad. What a great point. How the fuck do you not go get Jean-Claude Van... I think Jean-Claude had something to do with Street fighter mortal combat but anyway how do yes, you not he go did. get there him there was a street fighter how do you not go get him game. or how do you not yeah, go get or just jackie chan jackie anyone chan. Any, any any steven seagal mike anyone. tyson put a boxer in it or something like how is it nobody how is it Shaq? and you can't tell me Shaq was the most affordable because Shaq was everywhere there's no way yeah, he was like yeah. the most affordable guy this wasn't cheap i guarantee it what a or, or it was or it was because he's like he's just like you want to put me in a game? Yeah, we'll pay you ten bucks. Cool, I'm in a video game. Maybe. It's 1993. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows what the guys make? But again, somebody just allowed this story to build and this game to be made. I your idea has to be. It just has to be true. There's it no has to be way. the only way. Has to no big and. It's it's fucking horrible. Now, the thing about it, and this is what I was saying right off the top, is like I will argue that this might be the stupidest concept for a video game ever made. I will also argue that it's not Mortal Kombat. It's not Street Fighter. I personally like Killer Instinct a lot more. I actually really like Killer Instinct. I know a lot Killer, of Killer Instinct was, like a, was a different, solid title. I liked that game. The thing about this, though, is like, and we're going to shit all over this game, but I, I feel the need to give it a hint of its due, it's not broken. It's not good. The fighting isn't great. The jumping in it is completely fucked because you jump two-thirds of the way across the screen while you play. Again, I might not be the best person in the world to review this because I'm terrible at fighting games, period. But, like, it's not... I hope what I'm trying to say makes sense. It's it's not good, but the the fighting because again, fighting the controls is 90% of a fighting game. The controls aren't the worst ever. The fighting, the fighting game itself is not bad. It's the, not the, good. The, the, but it's, it's not, not bad. Good. The, okay. The only reason to buy this game is if you like Shaq. No, 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 there isn't. No. Like that's the only Don't reason. Don't say that. No, no, there no, isn't. it's true. And and, one, like actually, no. and I just like thought Shaq. of this. 
And that's what you pisses- can like Shaq all you want. You don't need this shit. No, you don't. But but I'm but that's all I'm saying is like nobody bought it for the fighting. Nobody bought it for the story or the characters or the graphics. They bought it oh, because Shaq. We're they, gonna talk about that. They bought it because Shaq was on the cover. And you want to know Shaq- something? And I just just give me just, just just I just thought of this, and this fucking makes my blood boil like so much. And I've ranted about this on the fucking show before. These mothers fucking game developers they go out they take somebody popular that kids are gonna want to buy they put them yes. on the cover just like yep. all these horrible movie video games and just like all yes. this shit buster douglas boxing and all this other shit like that they go take somebody <laughs> during this time we got fucked of course we did and i fucking promise you that there were a ton of kids that were basketball fans that grew up liking Shaq because like you said i don't even know basketball i knew Shaq. he's everywhere oh this and made they money. bought this game this made money of course it this did money they yeah. bought it because Shaq was on the cover then they got it home and realized this game was a piece of shit and they got ripped off and that fucking stuff god damn it that pisses me off if you're going yeah. to like it's just all you're doing is preying on the uh, on the uneducated and back then we didn't have the internet you couldn't look up no. stories Shaq food no I, know they, I know they made a Shaq food they made like another one a year or two ago or something but yeah it, well but, I don't know why well but at least I, well, they, actually wait I do know why because there are people that have that thing in their brain that love bad things. Sure. But, like but games but, like this, we're like, Oh, well we can capitalize. It's the same thing. We capitalized on the kids in the day. And again, you know how many kids got in trouble because their parents spent $50, $40, whatever the games were, $49.95 bought that game. And they're like, yeah, I got it for Christmas. And they plugged it in. They started playing and your parents asked you, Hey, how's Shaq Fu going? This game sucks. I'm never playing it again. That kid probably got grounded. You wanted that thing. You're playing it. And it just sits on the shelf. Parents are spending money. Like you said, kids are getting shit on by their parents because they bought a crappy gift. Or even worse, if you're the, like, if you, dude, like we've talked about this before, if you only got one game a year and you cashed yeah. it in on Shaq Fu because you were like, oh my God, like Shaq's my favorite, Shaq. bas- my, my favorite basketball player. I it want his game. It must be good. It like, must be good. It just drives me crazy. I think with the new one, to an extent, they leaned into the... And we know this is bullshit. And if they had just done that with this one, I'm not saying it would have been good, but it would have been better if they had leaned into this being a punchline. But they tried to make it come across as serious. Shaq's not in it. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. Shaq's not in this game. He's the main character. No, but but there's nothing that says, hey, it's Shaq. You know what I mean? Like, there's no no, building of him being able to do anything that's cool like yeah you couldn't have graphically done something where like when you beat a guy it changes screens and he's like i don't know got a basketball and he smashes it against the guy's head something yeah just like, something that goes shack hey you just got shack food yeah. just something stupid yeah, there's like, those, there's like little cutscenes. Yeah, there's yeah, little cutscenes that are just generic, like, you better give me back that kid or I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, but he wrote some of that, by the way. I read oh, that. Fuck. He, yeah. Like he, in crayon in, on a fucking piece of construction they said, paper. Like, I read, I read that there was 40 people working on this game. Uh, it makes me so mad. Because it's it, just, okay. you're just, you're preying on on fucking people you're praying yeah on fans. yeah no they, this was this was the industry where like troy aikman's football like, well, what the fuck yeah. like it, like there's just anyway. it's i don't know why people wanted this wow. why are we talking about shack fucking food <laughs> because you want to get so into shack food like okay like i'm looking First at off. i'm looking at a screenshot of it right now 
Okay, I'm going to give you one positive yeah, right go now. Ahead. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Brad. Like I have a couple. Like it's. Yes. I'm telling you guys, it's not the it's not Mario's missing. I would play Shaq Fu before I played wow. Mario's no, missing. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Grow up. No, no, Mario's missing. I don't even know what Mario's missing, but you would play Mario missing and get no. mad at it. It's you're the not, worst. No, it's the worst reviewed game on the history of the show. It'll stay there. It's the worst game. No, on the show. but what I'm saying is, you will play that game just to get angry. You won't play this because you'll just get bored and turn it off. You'll play Mario missing to get to just rage. Oh, Shaq but Fu. okay. Yeah, one go good thing Say right now. Good. One thing, the stage, like the levels, like the backgrounds, very crisp, very clean. We just <laughs> talk, we talked about this. We talked about this in the sense of, uh, you know, like the Genesis version of it. Yeah. It's so bright, yeah, and it, it to is. me, it looks like shit. Like it's still uh, stupid. Like all the levels are stupid, but it looks okay. But my question to you is this: these superimposed fighters into it. Why are they 400 feet away? Why is it so far away? So two things, two things. One, <laughs> the reason I laugh when you said the environments is because that was going to be my one positive. This game. I was thinking <laughs> I like, I'm thinking it. like, oh, wow. So we, we each have a positive. It doesn't look bad. We each have a positive. Like, you know but I mean? there is one, and that's that the environments aren't awful. And I'll give it, frankly... And maybe this is going to be sacrilege to some people. I I was a Mortal Kombat kid growing up. I had Mortal Kombat too. I'm terrible, but I had it. I right, I right. I prefer the backdrops and level designs on this to Mortal Kombat. That's the only thing. Ugh. But I, not you, Street you're Fighter. Get feedback I know that. I am. You're going to get feedback. I think but Street Fighter has better levels than both. But I actually don't hate the levels. But you're right. It's like it's the the levels it's, look nice enough. But then these fucking fighters are like in the other side there. of the like planet. It, like, I, I, and I know, I get it, I get it. Like when you look at Mortal Kombat, they're not really there. Or Street Street Fighter looks clean, like they do look there because it's more cartoony and they built it in. But this game, man, no, see, I'll, it's like I'll, I'll disagree so with you on that. Kind of because well, when you take Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, like the character, and I and I don't have them all right in front of me to look at them, but like I can picture Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter right in my head, and like the the fighters are 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 like when you're looking at this, I'm looking at a screenshot from Shaq Fu right now, and it like about three the bottom three inches of the screen are nothing but just level. Like there is no yes. way for the fighters to get there. It looks like they're in a the distance. No. When you play Mortal Kombat or or Killer Instinct, for the most part, at least, it, like the yeah. fighters' feet are within half an inch of the ground, of the bottom yes. of your screen. Yes. Like yes. they You're made right. use right. of the screen, they brought them up closer. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. This it's, is this so game. far away. Yes, you're so small. Like that's the one. Like oh, the one of many drawbacks of this. It's not intimate enough. It's no. not. You're, you're like when you're fighting, like. It there's looks like parts it should... where there's a, it's like it looks like it's really shitty 3D where they put these like bricks and stuff in front of the fighters. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Like you you like it's 3D, but it's not because it's crap. Yeah, the, the backgrounds just, fucking... just come to the foreground and get in the way. Yes, like, yes. It's like, and it's why? like, what are we doing here? What the fuck? Like, are they supposed to be closer to me? Yeah. But they're not. The be fighters are literally so far away. That you're just not involved. No, it like, like it, it legitimately. No... It looks like I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Maybe 3D. Shit. Yeah, shit. shit. Yeah, shit. That's the word. Shit. Uh, but like you know when you play like a beat 'em up, like a Turtles or a Streets of Rage or something, and you could go kind of up and down, not super far, yeah, but yeah, you could go you further go away or come closer. Things. That's like you they. The angles in this look like that's what you should be allowed to do, but then you're just stuck yes. on this steady plane. 
So the yes. fighters only take up a small fraction of the screen, and it's, I oh god, there's. It's just so funny that you said the backgrounds are good because I was like, yeah, I also like the backgrounds. Yeah, it's, Everything else it's, is it's very clean. It's very clean looking backgrounds. You know what? They were and so then proud they just of dropped, They were they so just proud dropped of their these back- two shit fighters yeah. in it, and it's like, fuck, are we doing? And There's, the thing is, again, you're wearing a basketball jersey and shorts and shoes. Yeah. Okay. You get one outfit, whatever. You don't give a fuck who you're fighting. No. Like, like these guys just come out like there's like a guy that looks like death, but he's green and he just sticks his arms up and he shoots shit at you. And it's a fuck is this? The, the, the background. <laughs> I just thought of that. You know what it looks like? Because the backgrounds are so much and the environments are so much. They look so much better, like more well crafted than the actual fighters themselves. Is it looks like the developers spent like ninety percent of the time on them, yes. and then we're like, oh yeah, and then just plugged in these shitty little fighters on top. Like, and it should have been the other way. I think most fighting game fans would agree. Like, work on your fighters, make the game yes. feel good. Work on the fighters, and then we don't and really give a shit close. where they fight. I don't really give a get, fuck. Where getting they fight. close, they're so. I can't say this enough. They're so far away. It's like. <laughs> It's like that, the Simpsons. Like just, it's like that Simpsons where Homer goes into outer space and they're like, uh, uh, these are the best Nielsen ratings we've ever had. And everyone cheers. And they're like, how's the yeah. shuttle going? And they're like, I don't know. All this, inf- all this equipment just for monitoring TV ratings. And like, and yeah, like, that's what this feels like is they're like, look at this background. And they were like, what are you going to do with it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Jack. It's just, it, yeah, it's Jack Fu. Like, dude, it's I great. just thought of this. But, why isn't he playing one? On, why couldn't you have done this exact game, but then had him play one on one basketball against these aliens brilliant. and have every that's alien right. have different powers and make them harder to beat? And then, like, why isn't yeah. that the game? Yes, 100%. That's a great game. <laughs> right? I buy that. Space that basketball. So fun. Space basketball. But Jack Fu. Jack Ball. Ah. Jack Ball in space. I don't know. That's like, such a good just, idea. It, no, it really is because like, like you get a you play an alien, but he's smaller, but he's fast. Sure, or they can. And you cheat, know what I mean? And like then you say something. like a like a big fat guy, whatever. Why and, and like there's no catch to this game. No. Like there's no like you know when you plug in an old game and you're like, oh, this game's kind of shitty. But most of these old games would get you with something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't see the kid. You don't, like, you don't, like, there's no showing the kid tied up and then, you know, kind of like in Mario where you'd see the princess and you'd beat that guy and then somebody would take the princess and fly away or do whatever. Like, there's none of that. You don't see the reward of saving the kid. And I didn't give a fuck about saving the kid because, and like, yeah, did I play this game today? No, I didn't. Do I want to? Fuck no. It's shit. It's garbage. It looks like shit. Again, why are they so far away? Yeah, it's like just, because like when like uh, when you look at every fighting game, there's never been a fighting game with this distance ever, ever. One hundred percent like side scrolling fighting game. There's never been a fighting game at this actual distance of Shaq Fu. I can't hone this in enough. They're so in an awkward spot. And then you got to add in, not only are they far away, which just makes it smaller and it just makes it like, again, it's just a ton of dead space. And that sucks. Like one of, I'll be honest with you, as much as I'm not a street fighter fan, as far as playing it, cause I'm bad at it. I really do enjoy watching people play street fighter. Team. 100%. Not you only can watch be- people play street fighter because the technical aspect of it, if you ever tried playing street fighter and you're not good at it, i.e. me, 
I suck at that game. I'm not good at fighting games generally. And it's amazing to watch people play. There's videos out there right now that like guys will have like a sliver of life and they'll make the greatest comebacks with like a 22 hit combo. You're not doing that in this game. No, it's remarkable. Whereas in this game, like, I mean, forget There's, the fact that Shaq is in it and it's stupid and the story is stupid and all that stuff. It doesn't the fighting is crap. The fighting is not good. Like the fighting doesn't feel right. And I, and again, you got to remember, dude, like there were two types of people that were even going to consider buying this game in its prime. One were fighting game fans because they want to buy fighting games and two were Shaq fans. And if you were a right. Shaq fan, you probably didn't even care how good the fighting were. You bought it because it was Shaq on the cover. But if you yep. were a fighting game, I'm not even a diehard fighting game fan by any stretch. And I know that like playing this, you're like, this isn't, this isn't that good. Like there are no, it's there not are moments in the controls where they kind of feel like a fighting game. But again, everybody's too far away, too small, too too constricted, and it just it doesn't feel natural at all. Nothing moves, about it. And, but there's no good moves. Like you and I both said many times on here, we're not fighting game fans. But I remember the first day Mortal Kombat came out at the blockbuster by my house. It was at the back of the store. They had shelves where the movies were. They put it on the shelves back there because they couldn't they didn't want it near the front like they wanted to make impact it was at the back of the store on the wall you walked in and you saw it my brother had to go rent it he, he woke up early to get us copy but i played killer instinct i played mortal Kombat. i played street fighter i i rented all those games i even owned one of them but and i wasn't good at them but those games like you play five minutes of mortal Kombat. And then you plug in Shaq Fu, it's not even fucking like it's not even a. You can't compare it to those fighting games. Like you just can't. It's just, it's just a shit oh, game. And dude, they put that stupid. Um, there was like a bar in it that was like your like anger, fury, fury. Yes, your fury bar. And so like when you were getting beat up, the fury bar would fill up. And then if Why it maxed out, sense? you were stronger. And it was clearly just like, wow, there's going to be a whole bunch of shitty kids playing this. Let's help them out and make it a little bit. Yes. Better. And it was like, it's just a game, a, fi a good fighting game doesn't need that. It no. doesn't need it. I just, I never even thought of it till I mouthed it fucking 10 minutes ago. How the shit wasn't this just a basketball game? Like what? A, no, you're, 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 like, <laughs> and that makes me even angrier. Like yes. when I think about this, what a horrible Like it could have been the exact same idea. Except he, like, I don't know if he walks into a dojo and, like, he walks into a gym. Here. Here it is. He's going to play in a charity basketball game in Tokyo. He walks into a school gym. An alien ship comes down and takes a child. Sure. And he says, come get me, Shaq. And then when you go and you fly to the other dimension, you go through to the other dimension, they still challenge you to space ball, Listen, but it's basketball. It would be hypocritical of me to sit here and say that like it's stupid to have Shaq interacting with aliens when I adore Space Jam. Like I don't right. just like Space Jam. Uh, it, it's it, it, not maybe it is probably my favorite basketball movie. Like I love Space Jam, and so I That's can fair. live. I can live with with the with the pro basketball player interacting with aliens. I can I can get my head around that. I'm okay with that. Well, but it like but. But play it basketball. Like yes, it has a story that makes kind of sense. Like you know the the, the buds and all them are in it. Like it, it, there's something there. There's just nothing here. Yeah. 
Again, <laughs> play basketball. Why? Play why? basketball. Like, so, like, how shitty is this old guy's dojo when instead of, okay, oh, my God, okay, this kid got sucked into this alien dimension and we need to send a fighter to go save him. And it's like, well, why don't you get one of your black belt students that have been training Again. at your dojo for years? And he's like, well, because Shaq just walked by. And it's well, like, yeah, what? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, this, this guy doesn't give a shit. He's just sitting in the dojo. He's just waiting for somebody to come in. Oh. Like, what? Like, Again, people can say, oh, you guys are really looking into this too hard. Yeah, we because are. Because it's stupid. And you know what? And you None. made us. You yeah. wanted us to talk about it. First of all, the hot dogs asked for this. What else do you want me to tell you about this? And this second of all, fucking garbage. No, and second of all, for people that are like, why the fuck are you guys talking about this? Or if you're like, hey, you're looking too deep into this. You know what? This is what every single one of these mouth breathing and jerk-offs that worked on this game deserve. And I get that maybe some of them were just doing their jobs. You were like, you were, and I get that. So I should, you're right. I should take that back. Not all of them are mouth breathing jerks. But anyone that fucking called the shots for this game, that signed a contract, that made decisions for this fucking game, deserves all the shit that they're taking today. Because you know what you did? You took a fucking athlete, you put him on the cover of a half-assed, half-baked, fucking ridiculous fighting game, you decided to sell it to all the little jerk-offs out there, like little Brad Warren, who were like, I love Shaq, I'd love to buy this fighting game, and then brought it home and realized it sucked. And now all the kids at school are making fun of Brad because he's at home playing Shaq Fu, while the rest of us are playing Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, and that's all on your fault and i hope that none of you can fucking sleep at night because you're the ones that put this into the universe and you deserve to be mocked for it forever and i hope it never i hope when they die shack fu is put on their fucking tombstones i hope that they are stuck with this game for the rest of eternity and it's not even because it's that bad because i will argue to the death that mario is missing and echo the dolphin and virtual bart are all worse video games to play than shack fu but i didn't buy any of those games because my favorite ad athlete was on the cover i okay i did buy mario's missing because my favorite character was on the cover but that's not the point the point is this was a fucking blatant lip ripoff you just took everyone's money with a broken fucking game you didn't even try you put your entire budget into getting shaq's face on the cover and then building these stupid backgrounds that don't even work with your fighting game and i'm never going to drop it and you deserve to take all the shit you're taking now and i hope all the hot dogs out there rise up together and we make our voices heard and we send letters to Shaq and let him know your fucking game sucks and eat a salad you piece of shit well you're blaming that's Shaq how I feel blame, blaming Shaq is wrong no it isn't but Brad I, he took I, the I, money no it isn't yeah, it when Adam Fu comes out next year and everyone's like hey Adam your fighting game sucks I'm like yeah but you fucking bought it didn't you because my stupid face is on the cover Shaq deserves just as much shit for this as everybody else I will well, okay. and I mean that fair I enough. will argue that fair, fair enough he I signed the contract this game is just shit he yeah, wrote yeah, Brad, I, I, Brad Shaq wrote the dialogue I guarantee yeah. you that the developers were working on their super deep story of an alien kidnapping some stupid loser kid and Shaq having to save him. And then Shaq probably walked in and was like, hey guys, I got some ideas for the dialogue and put down construction paper notes where it's like Shaq being like, give me back the kid or I eat you. And they're like, are you sure that's what it's supposed to say? And he's like, yeah. And then he left and they're like, no, we're not. Fuck, we're not putting that in this fucking like he well just, they would he knew. They, they are he putting they're putting knew. that game they, they're putting that in this game he they, knew they what he was doing else. it fucking it's, makes me so and like i know i'm joke for the most part i'm joking i know it's a shitty game and we're having a good time making fun of it but like I, I, i'm not kidding guys like it really 
I I go back to Ghostbusters on the NES, all these various yes. movie tie-ins, certain I sports. I had Brett Hall Hockey 95. My mom and dad got me for that for Christmas. That game <laughs> fucking was so bad. Yes, well, like that's again, that's just uh, I, buying like it's buying the wrong gift. Sure it is, right. Just, but you know what? Like, but you know what? My mom and dad probably went to the store and my mom, she probably saw it at a discount bin when she bought Brett Hall Hockey 95. But you see a, a name that you recognize on the cover or, and then or, you're like, let's buy them this game. And that's what Or even was. better, people like you and me, your mom walks in and goes, hello, my son would like a hockey game for their uh, Super NES. Oh, Yeah. Okay, here you NHL go. 95 it, or Brett Hall NHL Hockey 95, 95. It's me looking at you going, look at this, watch this. Yeah, this is the hottest selling game ever. She leaves and you and your buddy working, crying laughing. Yeah. Just crying like, laughing. You know, like it really does. And I mean, and it is different today because today there's the internet. There's reviews everywhere. You can YouTube a game in three seconds. You can see it on Twitch. I get it. But back in the early 90s, that just wasn't a thing. Unless it was in a video no. game magazine, you had no choice. You had to go buy the box. And, I, and that really... I'm and I'm not trying to make a joke about this at all. Like it really does irritate me because clearly they just oh, took someone that people recognize, put them on the cover. And I promise you, Brad, there were parents that bought that game for their kids, not even knowing it was a fighting game. They just bought Shaq Fu because they thought yeah. it was like a game with Shaq in it. And it yeah. and it only is in the most bare bone sense. Like I hate it. It really pisses me off. And Shaq can go fuck himself. No, and so can everyone. No, that I agree on this with game. you in that sense because, again, like we grew up, there's great documentaries on uh, Netflix and stuff like that talking about ET. Like, that's a prime example of a game that's just utterly awful that did still sell a certain amount of copies that probably did okay, but they just made so many. But when you don't try, it's like that was like the original game that they put money behind and it failed and almost killed the whole video game industry, but they still doubled down on doing it. They didn't fuck up in the future. They just made really bad games and threw a logo on it because it was something successful. Yeah. They, they, they figured out that there's a way to make money off of it. And Shaq Fu is a prime example of a game that just makes absolutely no sense from a creative standpoint in ties with the actual person, the athlete. And then you double down by just saying, we're going to make a really like just a shit looking game. Like it, it that, like the control, like you said, the controls and like the, the, the ability to punch and kick does work, but there's no drama. There's no fighting. It's not fight. It's just shit. Yeah. That's it's just, like, I think like, it, there's, it's not mortal Kombat, street fighter, killer instinct, it's not even Altered Beast. Do you ever play Altered Beast? No, but Genesis? I know it. Yeah, but I know it's it. It's a pile of shit, but you turned into like a fucking wolf and stuff. And it like you were like, wow, this is shit. But you get it. You yeah. get why it's one of those games that came out in the early 90s that people played because it was different. It was eye-catching. It had something to it. There's literally nothing in this game that's fucking good. No, I, I really, like, they, they, there really isn't. No, the thing is, like, I could excuse this game if, like, if everything was the same, the same stupid concept of Shaq being in Japan and going into some portal to save a kid. If the fighting was good, 
then I'd be like, all right, whatever. It's, it is still a good fighting game. It's a stupid concept, but it's a good fighting game. Conversely, yeah. if it didn't have Shaq on the cover, uh, obviously, like I said at the beginning of the show, we wouldn't be talking about it, but I wouldn't be nearly as angry about it because I would just be like, well, that's just a shitty fucking fly-by-night company made a fighting game. Like, whatever. I can live with that too. But like, and again, in all seriousness, and I go back to Mario's Missing, my mom bought me Mario's Missing for Christmas because she just saw Mario on the cover and thought Adam loves Mario. And then it turned out it was actually just a really shitty educational game with Mario on the cover. And this time, people bought this game because Shaq is front and center on the cover and then found out it's not even a basketball game. It's just a really shitty fighting game. That's where I've got a beef, is you clearly just preyed on people... And it's baseball shack. Yeah. It just, they're, they're, that's what it should have been. It should have been playing basketball, but it's called Spaceball, And terrible. he goes up against aliens and it goes to a score of 21. Terrible. There's your fucking game for all you kids and, out there. <laughs> I feel like Don Cherry, <laughs> but for all oh you, God. all you kids out there, do not buy a game just because your favorite athlete, musician, actor, whatever is on the cover. Fucking read a review and wait and see. Because for every Mike Tyson's punch out or every Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball we get, we get fucking Shaq Fu times three. And it's just, it really, it's predatory. And I know, dude, listen, I know that video games aren't the only people that do this. I Like, there's a reason. You, you really think fucking every athlete that's on the box of Wheaties fucking eats Wheaties? Or do you really think, you know, fucking... Brent Burns like Lay's potato chips. You know what I mean? Like I get that yeah. celebrity. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But, but this is different. This is, is still different. different. This isn't it, pop or a fucking $3 snack for some kids. You got like one game a year and to get yeah. burned by your sports yes. hero on a shitty game really legitimately pisses me off. And so jokes aside, <laughs> everyone involved kids with this opens, can go fuck themselves. Kids, kids open Shaq food. <laughs> It's yeah, like it. Oh. It's, it's like this. No, it was like yay, and then they just run into their room and plug in this pile of shit. Yeah, they call their they friend on the phone, and their friend's got NBA Jam, and they're yeah. playing fucking Shaq Fu. I got Street Fighter too. What did you get? Shaq Fu. Sweet. Do you want to come over and play? Bring it. And then you're like there for ten minutes, and then they make fun of you, and you leave crying. Yeah, and you lose your friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you I've lose your there. friends because yeah. Shaq Fu fucking sucks it just sucks i'm man. just i i don't I'm, I'm done i don't want to talk about it so so we agree on background the background <laughs> looks nice there it is there's yeah. your fucking highlight uh trying to think of how to score this piece of shit um okay hmm. well all right uh shack weighs about 450 pounds so on a scale of one to 450 pounds uh how many pounds would you give shack foo I give Shaq Fu two pounds. <laughs> it's just, it's. <laughs> you said that so fast. Out of 450, I give it two. It's, uh, it's stupid. Uh, yeah. It's I, made by, it's made by EA. And yeah. You've, you know, my personal opinions no, of EA lately. I feel the same way, dude. I, I, yeah, I probably give it like a 10 out of 450. It's just awful. It's, it's, there's no reason it, to play it. Um, I, I will it. say Thank you to all your followers for suggesting this game. Um, <laughs> thank you very yeah. much. It's a great way to start the year. Thanks for this doing should this. Have been a, this should have been a 2020 game, but if that's... Yeah, right? Like, Well, the way I look at it is I don't even know what game will be on the show next week, but there's nowhere to go but up. So I can't think of one that's worse than this to cover, frankly. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's just a... <laughs> 
it's just a really bad game that's just like there's you know, nothing really and like in the end because the, the reason why i i i enjoy your show and doing this too is like we always find fond memories like this game is just shit yeah there's nothing like, there's this, nothing good about and it. i get it you gotta throw these in every once in a while but for people to su- suggest shaq fu yeah. like you played it i don't know why the fuck you guys well, would even want to play this <laughs> or play it most weeks if I do a bad game, people like me to just get wound up. But like most of the rage, like I was trying to work some jokes in, but the rage was real as it really does. As someone who got burned yeah, by no. a couple of games as a kid over a Christmas gift, it really does piss me off. And most of the time yeah. when people listen to the show, I get so many comments from people being like, dude, you got so excited about that game. That makes me want to play the game. And, and I hope that, Listen, don't if you play it. no, if you don't haven't played play Shaq Fu, don't. And there's no way to play it other than ROMs. It's not available anywhere. It's not on any virtual well, consoles or anything. Don't, don't, don't even like, waste the don't waste the data downloading the file. Just yeah, like like we've discussed bad games that still have that you know fun thing to it. Like there's still bad games that you still play because there's just something about it that you you try to get through it and you want to try and finish it and or whatever it brings back nostalgia. Like this is not nostalgia. This no. is just a shit. Yeah. The only shit. the only nostalgia anyone's gonna have for this game is the Christmas that got ruined because they got Shaq Fu. That's the nostalgia. Oh, is their That's Christmas your, got ruined? Uh, you know what? Fuck them. It's their own fault for fucking asking for Shaq Fu and not Shaq's looking fault. at it. Shaq's fault. Uh, yeah. buddy, thank you for doing this. And uh, yeah. oh, thank no, no, Adam, thank you. <laughs> and the next for time, me oh, to speak Shaq dude, Fu. the next time we have you on the show, we'll do WrestleMania for the NES, which might even be worse than Shaq Fu. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might be. I, I'll be honored to talk about another wrestling game, and especially one that brings out fucking rage we'll do that that. we'll do that one closer to Wrestlemania but thank you for doing this buddy and uh, happy new year cheers happy new year to you too done That's going to do it for this week's episode. Brad, thank you for calling and suffering through fucking Shaq Fu with me. I appreciate it. And every single one of you, thank you for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, if you enjoy what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon. And I know a lot of you are probably like, ah, I'd like to support you, but I can't be bothered. It takes like two minutes to sign up. You do it once, then you're done. Then you get, it's only two bucks. You get, you help me you get a ton of extra podcasts. You get a shout out. You can send comments into the show. It's just, it would be, it's just a win, win, win for everybody. Uh, this Sunday's episode of Expansion Pass will be all about Ghost of Tsushima. It'll be about two-thirds spoiler-free, 100% spoiler-free review. And then I'll finish it off with a bit of a spoiler cast where I talk about what I think. I'll make sure to separate them obviously so i won't ruin anyone's day or anything like that uh yeah so if you want to sign up to get access to all those please consider it we have a p.o box you can find the address at remember the game podcast.com it is p.o box 69181 edmonton alberta canada t6v1g7 just send me a postcard or letter something little letting me know where you're from that you're listening where you're listening from i'll send you back remember the game postcard and some magnets and stuff and we'll be friends it'll be great uh yeah and then check me out on twitch i stream there every tuesday thursday and Sunday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Look for Member the Game on Twitch, not Remember. Member the Game on Twitch. Follow. It's free, and you can just hang out, and it's great. And most of the chat is just making fun of me while I play video games. It's a good time. And that's gonna do it, you guys. I will be back on Friday morning with Game Patch 21.0. 
21.0 for Patreons or Monday morning for it. For non-Patreons, I'll be back on Sunday with episode 42 of Expansion Pass, and I'll be back next week with episode 132 of this silly little retro gaming podcast of mine. Remember the game. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all again soon. Cheers. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not produce all the shows and all the podcasts and all the Twitch and all the crap that I'm doing without all of your support. So I would like to take a quick moment to thank every single person that has supported us at patreon.com slash remember the game. And this gets harder by the week because more and more of you sign up and you all have very hard to say names, but I really, really appreciate it. So we're going to give it a try. So a ginormous thank you to Nevrop, Jesse Clark, Louis Oliva, Pi Messiah, Sean Clifford, Aaron Lawson, Adam Anderson, Adam Beasley, Adam Oshirello, Alan C., Alex Martinez, Amy Gillen, Andre, Andrew Wright, Andy Baker, April Zane, Arpad Bodos, Ashley Cronenbitter, Bader Barhumi, Ben Buya, Ben Busha, Ben Drinkin, Bradley McHugh, Brandon O'Brien, Brian McKay, Brian Medeiros, Brian Ransom, Bullfrog, Charlie M., Chris Campbell, Chris Fleury, Chris Wilson, Christopher Russell, Chuck Schlarp, Corey, Craig Rutt, Crash Bandiquitic, Chris Knife 007, Dan T, Dana Wuchrell, Danny Vega, Dario Oman, Dave L, Dave McGee, Dave Thompson, David Ray, David Schnatterer, Derek Jane, Desert Tortoise, Divalk, Duhau, Dominic S. Thompson, Doug Dorn, Dylan, Eric Canard, Evan Refuse, Francesco Sabidi, Franz- Fraser Burns, Freddie Bovenkirk, Gary C, Geek Life Radio, Grant Robertson, Grimpy, Andre SJ Flash, James Anderson, James Clark, Jay, Jared, Jason Adams, Jason Cortez, Jay Clutch, Jeff Johnson from Game on GNT, Jeffrey Mathis, Chair Bear, Joe Buck, Joe Gillespie, Joe Mack, John Doskis, John Quack, Jordan, Josh Morgan, Josh from the Press Start to Join podcast, Kate Roberts, Casey Rarick, Keegs, Kelly, Kevin Chincholo, Kevin Donlin, Kevin Hufford, Cryptobox, Kyle Paul, Lane Orr, Leon Napscog, Les Wine, and Luca, Mackenzie Wheeler, Mad Shibs, Makeshift Money, Mark Jones, Mark Carls, Mark McHugh, Mark 209. Martin Greenwood, Matt Brown, Matt McLean, Matthew Davis, Michael Mathis, Michael Hegg, Mike Malawaney, Miklos Blackshaw, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, Morgan, MPG in Buffalo, Mr. Satan, Mr. Impressive, Mr. Nick, Wolverine Films, Nathan Combs, Nathan Trombley, Nathan W., Nick Sills, No One Cares, Pat Duddy, Parzival, PB McFadden, Potato Bob Guy, Raging Demon, Retro Ghosty Ghost, Rex, Robert Fuchsia, Robert L., Rome 21, Ryan Bayshore, Ryan Kinchin, Ryan Yeager, Scott Brooks, Scott B., Sean Razine, Sharonic, Silvered Grunion, Slick Rick, Starro Probin, Stupid Monkey, Super Mary Ho, That One Kid Nick, The Giraffe, The T-Word, They Call Me Badger, Thomas D. Reynolds, Tim L., Tim Riel, Todd, Tom, Tony Sherichetti, Travis, Trevor Hillier, Tyler, Very Cool Dude, Vincent L., Vladstein, Whiteboro, Wyman Brooks, X Water, Yamcha, and Zane Donovan. Thank you all so much for supporting me, supporting the show, and I will talk to you all again soon. Cheers. Cheers.